Christy Shute here, and you're listening to the Rooted Girls Podcast. So glad you're listening today. We have an exciting, awesome episode planned for you guys. And before we jump into all that, I want to introduce to you one of our Rooted leaders who is an extra special guest that's on with me for the podcast today. I've actually known her for my entire life. Not kidding. Because <laughs> she is my older sister, Shelby Morrison. Welcome, Shelby. Hi. Thanks for having me. Hey, everyone. We're glad you're here today. Thank you. And like I said, we go way, way back. We are best <laughs> friends. Actually, when my mom brought me home from the hospital, like on the first day, do you remember this, Shelby? Um, Shelby like ran over and kissed me, and we actually have a picture of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so our relationship... Started way back when, and um, glad to say we're still best friends today. And it is just such a blessing to have sisters. I know a lot of you listening probably have sisters, and it's just one of the biggest blessings in life to be best friends with your siblings. So yeah, thanks is. for being here, Shell. Thank you. How about you tell the Rita girls a little bit about you? Well, as Christy said, I'm Shelby, her sister. We've been best friends since day one of her life. Um, and I am now 27 years old. I'm married to an amazing guy named Bryce, who's also 27. Um, we've been married for almost three years now. Um, coming up in August, we'll celebrate our third anniversary. Um, we live in Michigan, which is where Christy's from. Um, and we recently bought a house. We have an amazing, cute little dog. Um, and I'm a nurse, which I absolutely love. And I'm very thankful for my job and the people I get to reach through that. That's awesome. So maybe since this is sort of special, since you're my first family member yeah. <laughs> to be on the Rita Girls podcast, maybe we should share like a fun memory we have with each other from childhood. Oh gosh, there's been so many, but, um... Really, like when I think of our childhood, we were always together like 24-7, always playing and doing stuff. People the, thought we were twins. Yeah, yes. People always would ask us if we were twins. Still do, really. But I would always respond to Shelby. <laughs> she would always respond yeah. if someone called her Christy. Exactly. <laughs> Still <yeah>. do. <laughs> um, really, the main memory that sticks out is we loved playing Barbies together. <laughs> and we would play Barbies like basically every day. And we our day. living room at the time didn't have any furniture in it. So we would set up our living room into like this Barbie-topia. <laughs> We'd have houses I all around. I think we actually called it Barbieville. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I remember right. Yeah. So we did that a lot and like all day long. <laughs> yes. Playing Barbies was our favorite pastime when we were really young. And then as we got older, probably closer to middle school, I remember we had a bunch of like friends in our neighborhood and um, yeah. we would always have them come over to our house and come to the basement, which sounds kind of creepy now that I look back, but <laughs> we'd have a club with like all our like second, third, fourth grade friends in our neighborhood. <laughs> and we called it the cool club because we were yeah. just that cool. Very so. lame looking back. <laughs> yeah. Very lame looking back. We, we laugh at that. But back then we thought it was like literally the cool club, the coolest, the coolest thing ever. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah, we have tons of obviously fun memories together and we could talk about that forever, but <laughs> we're not going to because we have some good content we want to cover on today's podcast. So thanks so much for listening to the Rooted Girls podcast. This podcast was created really just to answer questions from our Rooted Girls. So over the past couple years from conferences or direct messages through Instagram, emails, you guys have asked questions that you want answers to. And while me and Shelby and all of our different rooted leaders that we have on the podcast definitely don't know all the answers. 
We wish we did. <laughs> that would be cool if we could give you all the right advice. We'll try to, but we don't have all the right answers, but we will try and to do our very best to answer all of your questions um, just based off of our life experiences and what we've learned and also based off what the Word of God says. So we'll always do our best to point you towards biblical truth. So again, thanks for listening. So I'm ready. Let's just hop on in. Yeah. As you guys know, you heard and on our episode a couple weeks ago, we started a relationship series. We're talking about dating, and that episode was called Dating 101. If you haven't listened yet to that episode, I want to highly encourage you to go back and listen to that one. That was with me and Sterling. And we kind of talked about just the prerequisites to when you want to start dating, what to look for, how you should date, things like that. But today we're going to go a little bit deeper and answer a question that you guys have asked. And the question is... How do I stay pure and how do I honor God once I'm in a relationship? And another question that you girls have asked kind of along these same lines is how far is too far You know, when, when you're in a relationship? So we're going to kind of be digging a little bit deeper. Last podcast was the 101, kind of talking about the basics. And today is dating 201. We're kind of digging a little bit deeper as and we're talking about like when you're in a relationship now what do I do? Like, how do I honor God? How do I do things the right way? So I've asked my sister Shelby to be on this podcast because, as she mentioned, she's been married for a couple of years now, but I really admire the way her and her now husband, Bryce, went about dating and just pursuing each other, but also pursuing the Lord during the whole season of dating. So I've asked Shelby to be on the podcast to kind of tackle <laughs> this topic of dating, setting boundaries, staying pure, and honoring God in the midst of it all. So, ready to jump in, Shell? Yeah, I'm ready. Awesome. So we're answering <laughs> questions about staying pure, honoring God in a relationship. Before we start diving into all that, just maybe tell us, I mean, I love hearing people's relationship stories of how they got together, you know, how they were, how Bryce asked you out, you know, for the first time. So how about yeah. you just enlighten the Rita girls and just tell them a little bit about all that. Me and Bryce um, started dating when we were 22. We had been friends for a couple months first, which I highly recommend. It is way easier to jump into a relationship if you're friends and already kind of know a little bit about the person. Because um, being friends with him for a few months, I was able to see like, wow, this is a really great guy who I could like actually see a future with just because of like I knew his morals and values. Um, and I knew he was someone I would be interested in dating just by being friends with him for just a few months first. We actually have gone to the same church for, we went to the same church for six years and never talked at all. <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> Just kind of passed each other in the halls. He plays bass. So I would see him up on stage playing bass for worship. And, and she I'm like, thought, oh. dang. <laughs> no, I'm like, oh, that's, you know, the guitar guy. I didn't know it was bass at the time. So then um, we ended up doing this like co-ed church soccer team together which is where we actually officially met and started, you know, talking and hanging out with like the soccer team, became friends. Um, a few months later, he asked me out on a date. Um, and then we like very quickly, we actually both, he says this too, we both kind of say that that very first date we knew, like we had met the one we were gonna spend the rest of our lives with. And not, not to say everybody has to know on the first date, but for us, it just, we both had that feeling and it kind of happened to work out that way. Um, so we dated a year and then we got engaged after a year, um, and then married after another year. So it worked out really good. And I got married at 24, which is like what I always said I wanted to do. <laughs> Christy knows, yeah. but it just worked out that way. Um, we've only been married for three years. Like I said, 
That's awesome. I love how you told them to be friends first. And I don't have near as much dating relationship and I'm not married, you know, like my sister, but I agree. I think it's so good to be friends with them first because there's been some people that I've maybe been interested in and then we did start hanging out in the same friend group and things. And then I saw some qualities where I was like, oh gosh, this would not be a good (laughs) person for me to go for. So like Shelby said, I think it's great to just get to know them on a friend level if you can, you know, first, because that does reveal a lot about who they are and a lot about, a lot about character. So anyway, so she just gave us a very (laughs) brief snippet of their love story and how they got together. Um, But there's a lot that happened in between meeting initially and asking you on the first date Mm -hmm. and then to when you were at the altar saying, I do, (laughs) you know, a lot happens in between all that. So I think it'd be good because a lot of our rooted girls, you know, they're in high school. They're not in the phase of life yet where they're like even thinking about marriage, Mm -hmm. but they are thinking about dating and they are trying to decide who to date and they're trying to navigate all that and be wise and all that. So I guess I want to ask you, Shelby, like once you were in that relationship with Bryce, like what, what did you do then? Like, were there some rules you guys made together? Were there some boundaries you set together or just boundaries you set with yourself? Cause you guys both are, were, and still are strong Christians following the Lord. Like mm-hmm. what did the beginning of dating and all that look like for you guys? Yeah. Well, we had both individually decided, like, before we had even met each other, that we um, both wanted to wait until we were married um, to have sex. So that was something we both kind of, like, a promise we both each made to ourselves before we even were together and to God. And then um, when we were in our relationship, we both kind of agreed, you know, in order to make that promise as easy to come about, like, that we should just only kiss. We didn't want to do anything physical other than kissing during our relationship, which was very tough. Um, It was definitely not easy. You know, we were together for two years before marriage. I know some people are a lot longer, so I'm sure it's even harder with time. Um, But yeah, we both agreed on that and, you know, we drew the line and not to say it wasn't hard not to cross it. um, It was very tough because Number one, because I knew I was in love with him and I was going to marry him. And, you know, some people might say, well, if you're going to marry him anyways, you know, what's the point? Who cares? But I just had to constantly remind myself, you know, just because I'm marrying him doesn't mean I should just throw that all away. Hmm. You know, I just, I knew it would be that much more special on our wedding night for both of us if we just stayed strong and waited it out. Um, that's, that's good to, I, I kind of want to unpack that a little. Like, I think a lot of girls, I know of a lot of friends And people sometimes that are like, why? Well, I know we're engaged or I know I'm going to marry him in a couple months or he's about to propose. Like, why? What the heck? You know, like we know it's going to happen anyways. What's the difference if we have we cross the boundary now or we do it in a couple months when we're married? You know, so I don't I don't know if you want to talk about that a little farther, but I think a lot of girls think about that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a really good point. Um, I think the benefits of waiting is that you know, not only will it make your wedding night special, but it will also significantly bless your marriage. And I can, you know, attest to that. Um, My marriage has been so blessed. And I truly believe part of that is because me and Bryce both were able to wait. You know, thankfully, I'm happy to say we did wait till our wedding night. um, And we entered into marriage both as virgins. Like I said, it was very tough, you know, but because we did that, I think God blessed us, you know, in our first few years of marriage because of that. I know 
a lot of people sometimes, you know, especially when you don't live together before you're married, a lot of people have a hard time entering into marriage. And, you know, you're not only like working on being a wife and a husband, you're like working on living together and figuring out all those kinks and stuff like that. Um, but me and Bryce, thankfully, you know, we had a very easy, smooth transition. We're both like very clean. So that was easy. You know, we both like a lot of things just the, in the way we lived, like in a home meshed up. Um, and, you know, part of that is just our personalities. But I truly believe like a lot of the reason why our first year of marriage actually got off to a very smooth start was because we had honored God and kept that promise to him in waiting for marriage. That's good. Any other like boundaries you guys set or rules? Like I know sometimes people will be like, oh, we're not staying out past a certain time or we're not doing that or. Yeah, no, we didn't really do that. Um, like as far as curfew or anything, but we just tried really hard not to put ourselves in situations where it would be, you know, easy or where we'd be tempted to cross the boundary, you know, that we had already decided on. Um, and I was going to say this earlier, it's, not only, you know, was it tough because we knew we were in love, but it was also tough because, to be honest with you guys, there were easily times where we could have. Like, we were alone a lot. <laughs> and um, at Bryce's house, actually, he, he his family had a finished basement, and it was kind of like him and his brothers, like, little guys, den, or whatever you want to call it. And me and Bryce would always hang out down there because he had a dog who I was allergic to. So we'd go out in the basement and get rid of, you know, to get away from that. But, um, we were down there alone, like 24 seven. And even, you know, at my house, my parents would sometimes go to bed and me and Bryce would still be downstairs hanging out. And, you know, we easily could have, you know, gotten away with a lot. And sometimes we were tempted to, but we just, you know, would constantly remind ourselves of why we were waiting and how important that was. That's good. So we're the girls, you know, it's important to, to remind yourself. I think it's just important if I'm getting a point from this story, just before you even enter the relationship to just know in your mind, like, I am not doing this. Like Shelby and Bryce kind of went in saying, we're, we're going to wait for marriage. We're not doing this. We're not crossing these couple boundaries going in. I think that's so important before you enter a relationship to just know those kind of things. So that way, when you are down in his basement on the couch alone and you're like, wait, and things get started, you know, you're like, wait, am I supposed to do this or am I not? You know, it's like you already know going in. No, I yeah. drew that line. I set that boundary. I'm not, I'm not going there. I think that's, that's really important. So, you know, a lot of our, we talked a little bit about marriage and things, but a lot of our rooted girls are in high school, even maybe middle yeah. school, maybe early college. And they haven't, they're not really thinking about marriage too much yet, but they are thinking about who they should date. In last podcast, Sterling and I kind of mm-hmm. covered who to look for today, what kind of guy you want, what kind of character qualities and things you would want in your future spouse. Yeah. And that's who you should be dating. We kind of covered all of that. And you, Sterling and I are both so single. So you are a success story of <laughs> someone who found the right guy and who's happily married. So maybe you could give the Rita girl some tips on like what they should even look for yeah. in dating someone, what a red flag could be, any kind of advice you have for them. Yeah. Well, me personally, um, I actually did have a previous relationship in high school. Um, it wasn't the best relationship. So that kind of helped me not saying I recommend that necessarily, but that really helps me to know like what I wanted in a husband because I was able to see through that relationship what I didn't want. Um, so after that relationship, I made a list and Christy seen it. It was pretty lengthy (laughs) of like, I 
you know, title date qualities I want in a future husband. So I made that list and I was like, I'm sticking to this. You know, if anybody doesn't have these qualities, like I'm not going to compromise. Um, so, and then when I met Bryce, um, like I said, initially we were friends, so I wasn't like thinking of that, but he just had all these qualities and it was like exactly what I wanted, you know? Um, I mean, just to name a few, he's like, literally probably and christy knows like there's not i always say there's like not many guys out there like him he's not like the typical guy where like you know some guys are like oblivious to stuff and don't like think about girls feelings a lot of guys (laughs) he's like extremely thoughtful extremely sensitive um like to my feelings and like how you know my needs and he's just, like, so kind, so compassionate. You know, there's not one person who doesn't love him. Like, everybody loves Bryce. Um, I think that is something to look for, just pausing right there. If a lot of people... Ask about his reputation, you guys. Like, yeah. if a lot of people around town... You know, no, not maybe not around town, but around school, wherever you're at, around church especially, are like, oh... He's unkind to everybody, but you're like, but oh my gosh, he's so nice to me. Like he's never been, I've never seen yeah, him Yeah, that's be rude. a red flag. <laughs> but everybody else around is saying, oh gosh, he's such a jerk. Like, why are you talking to him? Or why are you thinking about dating him? That's a red flag. I, something that's on my list, if you will, is for the person that I'm with to have just such a good reputation and um, a reputation that people are like, man, that guy is solid. Like he loves the Lord. He loves people where everybody can say that. Like Shelby said, people were saying about Bryce, not just where you see it, but where everybody sees his, his kindness, his good character qualities. That's what you want. Um, That's a huge red flag. Like Shelby said, (laughs) if the person is only, if you're the only one that thinks well of them and nobody else does. Yes, exactly. But yeah, I mean, I just saw a lot of the qualities that I personally was looking for in Bryce, and it was just confirmation, you know, that, like, I really think this is the person God has for me, and he was, so. <laughs> That's awesome. And Sterling and I kind of covered this a little bit last episode, but don't settle. And Shelby mentioned making a list, and we talked about it a little bit in Dating 101. And, you know, everybody has mixed reviews about the list. I kind of even have mixed reviews sometimes about making a list, because sometimes people hold so tightly to their list. And they're like, he doesn't have red hair. I can't. You know, yeah. it's like, don't be that specific. But I think making a list, I did make a list too when I was younger. And I don't, you know, now I'm older. I'm 26. I don't look at it a ton because I know what I want. You know, I kind of got my sights set. But um, when it's when you're younger, when you're in middle school, high school, it really does help you just stay away from people who maybe might not be the best to go after. It really does help you just have your sight set forward on a certain type of person. And it allows you to say no to a lot of other people that might be tempting or might seem good at first. But when it comes down to it, they really don't have that character that you're looking for. They really don't have a genuine love for the Lord. So I think making a list is wise, especially when you're younger, just because it helps you avoid all of that, all the sideline stuff. Yeah. And when I say, you know, a list of qualities and a future husband, I don't necessarily mean like physical qualities or like how good he is at, you know, shooting a jump shot or something like that. I mean, like heart qualities. Right. That's what's the most important thing. Right. That's so true. So any um, other tips you want to give the Ruta girls as they're kind of diving into this world of dating? And I know they asked the question about how far is too far, like any thoughts on that part or just any other advice, you know, cause most of our reader girls, middle school, high school, they're probably new to the dating scene. And I mean, I'm 
older and I still feel like I could use all the help and advice from godly women in my life that I could get. So anything else you'd like to share with them? Yeah. Um, I mean, as far as, you know, tips, I just want to reiterate what I said before. Um, when you're struggling or having a hard time, you know, thinking about crossing the line, um, just really remind yourself of the promise that you made, you know, to yourself and with your the person you're in a relationship with and to God. You know, just constantly have that in the back of your mind and think back to that. Um, another thing I would add is that if you are able, you know, to pause in the middle of like a heated moment when you think something might be going too far, um, if you could freeze time and just stop and think clearly for a second and ask yourself, is this something that I will regret or feel guilty about? in the morning. That would be something, you know, that's obviously too far. Yeah. I always think too, which maybe I'm a little bit of a deep thinker, but I always think too, one day, and it's hard, I know, to see past high school or college that's ahead of you and things, but one day when I am happily married and I have a couple kids and my kids do ask me like, mom, what was it like when you dated dad? Or what was your dating experience like in high school? I, it's my desire to tell my kids like, that I stayed pure, that mm-hmm. I honored God, that we set boundaries, that I didn't do anything that I regret. And I know when you're in high school, it's so hard to even see past next week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I want to encourage you just like Shelby did to think about the future. And I'm short term pleasures do not equal long term gain, long term happiness, you know, in the right. long run, it's not going to be good for your life. <laughs> even though in the short moment it may feel good or it may feel right, I want to encourage you guys to kind of see beyond that and think about the long term and think about your future and the rest of your life because that truly is what's ahead of you. That's good. So we're going to wrap up here in a second, Shell, but any final thoughts, words of encouragement, advice for the girls? Um, Yeah, I would just say, you know, as far as the question that you guys have asked, how far is too far? Anything that you are uncomfortable with is obviously too far. Um, and then again, like I said earlier, I would really recommend not even putting yourself in a position where it could possibly lead to more than where you would draw the line. So just think about that stuff. I know it's hard, but when you're in the middle of the moment, just try to like pause in your mind and be like, is this something I'm going to regret tomorrow? Is this further than, you know, the boundaries I've set up, you know, in my mind and, and with my significant other and, you know, Mm -hmm. is this farther than I want to go and something I'm not comfortable with in the long run. And if you do know, oh, this is something I'm not comfortable with and the person you're with, the guy is, you know, pressuring you to do more. Yeah. That is a very clear indicator and clear sign that you should not be in that relationship. That is not the person for you. I'm just going to be very frank. Run. (laughs) Yes. Because that is already not a healthy relationship and it's probably not going to get better. It's probably only going to get worse. Yes, definitely. Good advice. So, well, Ruta Girls, I hope you guys got something out of this episode. Just to sum it up, be intentional about who you date. Shelby clearly was in dating Bryce. He had the qualities she was looking for. She was intentional in seeking him and finding him. But then after they were together, they were both very intentional about setting boundaries, not crossing lines, and honoring God throughout their entire relationship. And it's been fun to be 
her sister, Bryce's sister-in-law, and to watch firsthand, you know, their dating relationship, even during their engagement, and then standing up as the maid of honor in their wedding, just to see how God has truly honored every single step of it. So I know I kind of joked about it a little bit ago, but Shelby and Bryce are a success story, and it's just proof that good relationships do exist, happy, healthy marriages do exist, and the basis of their relationship and marriage, though, was they kept God at the center, and they made sure they were honoring Him, every step of the way. So I want to encourage you guys, the same can happen for you too. I'm believing the same will happen for me, but it all starts with honoring God through it all and above it all. Yeah. So again, guys, thanks for listening, Shelby. Thank you so much for being on this episode. We loved having you on. (laughs) And I'm excited to just continue this series on dating. So this is Dating 201. Next podcast is going to be Dating 301, and that is going to drop the first Friday in August, and we're going to have a very special guest, a different special guest on that one, so make sure you're tuning in, mark your calendars, listen to that episode. It's going to be great. We're going to keep diving deeper into this idea of dating and setting boundaries, honoring God in your relationship. We're so excited for that, and as always, if you guys have any questions that you'd like to hear us talk about on the podcast, please let us know. You can email us at rootedgirlsmin at gmail.com. That's rootedgirlsmin at gmail.com. Or you can shoot us a direct message on Instagram at rootedgirlsministry. We would love to hear your questions. That's why we created the podcast. We want to help you guys out. So again, thanks, Shell, for being on. Yeah, thanks. And thank you, girls, for listening. We love you guys. See you later. Bye.